0: Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kinda whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Ruthy <laughs> Zoik Scoob! <laughs> Zoinks, Holden! We've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of Scoob! Because it has an exclamation mark at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet that I bet that sounded very nice on the on the <laughs> listeners' ears. I'm glad I get to go in and edit that and lower the volume, the the input gain, um, just for you yelling into the microphone, Holden. Greatly I'm glad appreciate you do it too. <laughs> um, let's be honest, though. If I, if I were to have any Scooby Doo line, it would be "Chinky, where are my glasses?" 'Cause and I wear classic. glasses. Yeah. And I'm
0: a nerd like Velma. I look like Shaggy, so I probably I'd be more of the Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, you're the brain behind in the operation. You're you're Velma, and I just kinda smoke weed in my donuts. I don't Well
1: holding. Obviously we're doing scoop this week, so let's do it. one movie, movie podcast <laughs> eh. uh. Tom.
0: first we need to do the toms jimmy don't we ever hold them <laughs> <laughs> the toms the toms the toms Toms is a rapid-fire game where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yep. I mean, it took us like three or four different times to <laughs> finally decide how we were doing that. For how many times we've done this show, you'd think... See, hold on. <laughs> the reason you don't know what that
1: cuts are is a you don't edit the pod you haven't yet we'll get you to work on that now that your school is ending i'll do it this one more week old and then the day of (laughs) in the words of papa john's the day of reckoning will come hey i i think
0: i'll you know what i think i'm prepped for it since i just did a whole video project where i had to do a lot of audio editing
1: yeah in premiere pro except (laughs) i edited in final cut yeah (laughs) so Final Cut's it, probably way more intuitive and user friendly, oh, yeah, honestly, sure. it has to be. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I like as someone who's like professionally edited videos, I look at Premiere Pro and I'm like, <sighs>
0: and I'm also prof-
1: I'm also proficient in After Effects, which is another Adobe software. Yet I enter Premiere and it's just foreign but anyway it nobody cares funny. about that nope but i was gonna say holden <laughs> the reason you don't understand the setup of the podcast you don't edit it nor do you listen to it <laughs> so you don't understand like where the certain audio clips go and we don't do them live i add them in later so
0: that's true but you, will, uh, learn. you will, will learn i will
1: learn it <laughs> holden i'm confident not only will you learn but you'll you'll be even better than me
0: oh at editing, dang because i don't care <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, okay so first up on Tom's uh we I made Jimmy watch a trailer for this movie called The Five Bloods um and it's a new Spike Lee joint as he probably likes to call them um, it's being released on Netflix on June 12th uh, so coming up pretty soon uh, Jimmy what do you think of it I did it, I had no idea <laughs> new Spike <laughs> Lee movie
1: was coming out in a few weeks yeah on Netflix but <laughs> I'll take it just <laughs> yeah, something to
0: review <laughs> that's kind of my thought too i mean it's uh it's not only just a new movie but it's a new Spike Lee movie and I mean I'm not like super i'm not well versed in Spike Lee's uh filmography, but almost everything he makes people like aside from mm-hmm. that old boy remake was apparently really bad but yeah okay. Black ba- landsman was good, <laughs> yeah. and it's got Black
1: Panther in it, yeah Chad Malcolm Boseman. X. Yeah. Was not a Black Panther. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, that would have been funnier if I actually named Black Panther, but I can't remember the the two guys who founded it.
0: <laughs> so not, I can't <laughs> either, but um, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, it's it seems to be based on what I read of the premise and the trailer. It's like these Vietnam vets um that go back to well Vietnam to try to find this treasure. That they buried while during their service there, uh, in the war. So yeah, it looks interesting. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's going to have some grand grandiose themes of race and how war affects you and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. From what the, from the trailer, it really does not give anything away plot wise. It's mm-hmm. very vague. It's hard to tell what's going on. Who even like the main characters are like who exactly is chadwick boseman there's some different styles of like the filmmaking mm-hmm. like it looks like chadwick boseman his character maybe has died or something and yeah. those scenes with him take place during the 70s or late 60s in vietnam yep and then and it the looks present... like it's
0: filmed around then too yeah
1: which is interesting and it
0: looks like documentary footage but
1: it's it's not entirely surprising to see Spike Lee make a movie about black soldiers in Vietnam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be good. It looks good. Um, and I think it it looks very interesting because, I mean, the premise that I just told is is, I mean, I guess, interesting enough, but then it looks like there's a bunch of old dudes just killing people. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. interesting. Yeah. What's so, now na- well, I guess I'll give that a Broca. hold on. I'll give it a Broca as well. Uh next up on news. This is breaking news today, and I actually would have completely missed it if I hadn't gone back and looked at news since I did the notes last night. Uh but the Snyder cut is happening, Jimmy. Officially. The yeah, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is officially happening. Uh he confirmed it in a QA session recently. Um it's going to be released on HBO Max in 2021. Um, and he's said that the original, some of the original cast may come back to finish some stuff, but I think that'll mostly just be like recorded dialogue scenes uh, based on what he indicated. Uh, he said that he had already contacted Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, and he's like, hey, so this is happening. Can you come do this? And then Cyborg, <laughs> Ray Fisher's just like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> 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 Uh, he thought it would be be great.
1: It would be great if they're like missing a scene and then it's just like, oh, look, let's have a Justice League Zoom call, (laughs) which you know would be funny, but I mean, they did reveal the Justice League in email in this universe, so
0: that is true. (laughs) Wouldn't be completely out of line. (laughs) Quick time files, (laughs) um, yeah, no, I. I mean, I told Jimmy before the podcast that I don't, well, I mean, I guess I don't think this will save the movie because the movie is really bad. Like the the Joss Whedon cut, I guess. Um, but I guess it'll be interesting. There has to be enough difference for this to be like happening. I don't well, know. I also heard
1: that. So it's either going to be a really long movie mm-hmm. or it's going to be like six mini episodes or something.
0: Yeah, I was seeing that too. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to sit through like a three or four hour (laughs) Justice League (laughs) movie. (laughs) Maybe we'll review it for the podcast.
1: Maybe. That's in 2021, (laughs) Alden. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Long ways away. We didn't think we'd be here now, though. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are we doing here? The- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't uh, have anything better to do during quarantine. So are they
1: finishing all the special effects for it too? Or I is guess.
0: It- uh, I don't think anything was said officially in the reports that I was seeing, but there's a lot of rumors that uh, Warner Bros. is going to put like a few million dollars towards like finishing... Stuff right. that is not finished.
1: <laughs> All right, hold on. What do you think is gonna be better, the Snyder cut or the J.J. Abrams cut of <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker?
0: <laughs> um, Snyder. Cut.
1: Wow. I don't know.
0: I mean, you see, the thing is, s- Zack Snyder's not very good anyway. No. So it's well, <laughs> you're right. He's not. But at the same time, like, I mean, there's tons of problems with Justice League, but it's so just like. A clash of so many different tones that if you just like remove that problem and if it just goes with like what Zack Snyder wanted I wonder if it'll be better I <laughs> I don't know it's hard I mean, for me to see that movie as
1: anything other than mediocre at best
0: yeah I well and that's exactly what Rise of Skywalker was so, <laughs> 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 so but that's, so, the,
1: that's the floor though I That's think true. their eyes of Skywalker is better than Justice League. Pretty oh, it easily. is. Yeah. It, I, I so, like, the floor the is cut. much higher. <laughs> we'll see. But I, I think, like, Justice League maxes out at, like, a 6.5 out of 10.
0: <laughs> Max, it's, I think it maxes at, like, a 5. I think it's much lower than that. I mean, like, if this thing, like, if it completely, oh, okay. like the yeah. potential. Yeah, I'll, I'll give The that. Snyder Cut. Anyway, I'll give it a, a broca I guess for the fans. Yeah, I mean, good it's, for them. I mean, it, it's fun to see. Yeah, it's cool to see this and like Sonic the Hedgehog be this affected by online rage.
1: <laughs> what if it, what if it turns out to be just amazing? <laughs> that would be incredible. Then good on I'm, them for finishing it. I'm cheering. I'm I'm rooting for him.
0: Me too. Except Zack um,
1: Snyder, it's probably still not very good.
0: <laughs> um so next bit of news uh this kind of broke this week um from some industry insiders um but the oscars might be postponed um this may seem like a very long ways away but if you think about it it kind of makes sense that they're thinking about it now uh it's currently scheduled for february 21st 2021 um like it usually is around that time but it may not make sense to hold it then there's like tons of movies that just aren't going to be coming out before now and then like even though some are coming to Netflix and streaming platforms there's just tons that aren't um and then it's also just going to be like tons of people like around each other (laughs) like it's (laughs) going to be this huge event gathering where even if they uh, I doubt they'd want they would not want to do it like in a zoom setting and even if they like didn't have an audience you'd still have like lots of people behind the scenes working it and stuff so like it probably doesn't make the, much, the most sense if this whole coronavirus thing is still going.
1: So it's like, so how long are they going to delay it then? Or like I don't another know. Year? It'd be funny if it's just like, you know, like in Hunger Games talk, there's like the quarter quell. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, instead of having the Oscars next year,
0: it's two years from now. And it's like <laughs> the past two years of movies have to go against each other. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like it kind of seems unfair for that in some regards, because there's some movies that are like still coming out this year. And so then they have even more competition to go up against, but I don't know. (laughs) Christopher Nolan's like, I want my Oscar (laughs) done. Oh my God. Uh, what do you think of Oscars maybe being postponed? Um,
1: I, uh, Bergeron, I guess. I mean, yes, I, you know, I, I think they should stay put and then we should make a feature film Holden. And, I agree. Uh,
0: no competition.
1: No, well, limited. Chris Nolan's got nothing on us.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> D- Denis the Dune, forget about it. Garbage. <laughs> I guess if it is delayed two years, that that lowers the chance of Spiral getting
0: Best Picture. So I don't know about that. I guess it's a that's bombadil true. now. <laughs> I'll give it a bombadil as well for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. So, speaking of Christopher Nolan, uh, Tenet's still on for July, going strong (laughs) during that time slot. Uh, And Mulan is uh, is very close behind that as well. Um, But there is some rumblings this week um, that apparently a studio executive uh, was talking about. That if Tenet doesn't come out in July, there's going to be no movies until Christmas. Um, And that seems, I mean, very... I guess bold of him or her to say, I don't know who it was very bold of them to say. Um, but I was guessing this is possibly due to like people guessing that COVID will resurge kind of in late fall, um, which will just make it even worse to go to theaters. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think of that, Jimmy? Um,
1: I, I think people, at least in at least where i am people are very very on edge to get back to some sort of normalcy mm-hmm. and they <laughs> and just ignoring <laughs> recommendations <laughs> at this point so i think i mean you know with the exception of like a massive resurgence of of like a huge second wind and you know resurgence of covid-19 cases I think like a continuation of um slowly opening things back up and being very responsible about it limiting capacity keeping things very sanitized people being responsible wearing masks and stuff like that um mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm hoping tenant um comes out. I think where I am it would make it it seems very much on track for July to be very possible. Yeah. Um, because I think technically the movie theaters, um, are allowed to be open in South Dakota. I don't know what it is is in Nebraska.
0: I think so. I think it is here too, but I don't know. They're lifting restrictions, but I'm not entirely, I mean, my own opinion, I'm not entirely convinced it's ready for that yet.
1: Um, (laughs) um, so I, it's one of those things, I mean, like I, there's people who are going to know way more than I do about it, so... Yeah, <laughs> I just defer to them, I guess.
0: I'll give this a um, a Bombadil if it's true. If, if it everything gets delayed to Christmas. Yeah, that would yeah. stink. I miss movie theaters. I do
1: too, Holden. I'm sad. Good thing we got to see The Hunt. Yep. <laughs>
0: As our last theatrical release. What wow. if that's on the last movie we ever saw on theaters? <laughs> <laughs> we catch COVID and die from it. Oh no. <laughs> what a time to end. Um, yeah, bombadil for me, too, Olden. <laughs> uh, so this was kind of interesting. Um, so we kind of reported um, relatively recently about Mad Max 5. Um, and there were kind of some conflicting stuff about whether it's going to be Mad Max 5 or if it's going to be some sort of prequel. And it appears that it's going to be a prequel, a Furiosa prequel. Uh, George Miller came out and um, confirmed that this last or within the last couple of weeks since we last recorded. Um, it's apparently going to shoot much later than originally expected, which makes sense with COVID and everything. But apparently George Miller also has another movie that he's making before this even happens. So, you know be a while i guess um but then uh jody comer uh who is very popular right now on the tv show talking Air, not not talking uh killing eve um uh, is apparently going to be playing a younger furiosa or is at least in talks to. um so yeah what do you think of that stuff jimmy
1: um you know i'm not on the edge of my seat waiting for another mad max movie I like Mad Max Fury Road. I haven't seen the other ones, so it, I mean, it's definitely not a franchise. That's not one of my favorite franchises or anything. So mm. I can I can wait personally. I, I also saw that um the cinematographer is like coming out of retirement to make this movie, <laughs> really? which really? I think is pretty cool. So Yeah. I'll so give it had... a
0: I'll give it a broca holden. I'll give it a broca too. So th- he had retired since Fury Road. That
1: is what I had read.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: But you know uh, me, I could just be making stuff up.
0: You could. <laughs> You're well known to do that. Um, so more exciting news, Jimmy. New Mutants has a new release date. <laughs> will it make it? We'll no. We'll see. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably tonight. not. Jinx Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's supposed to be coming out August 28th, uh, which is sooner than I thought, I think. Um, Don't even think about it. It yeah. won't happen. <laughs> This is the fifth release date that this movie has had. Um it has been it has fifth? been waiting for yeah. fifth release date. Over 2 years since its original release uh <laughs> release date. <laughs> it was originally supposed to come out in April of 2018. Um inc- it's that's just incredible. But then also um other people have talked about this. I don't think we'd covered it on the podcast yet, but this movie actually can't go to streaming. Mhm. Um we had we we've suggested that before. We th- honestly that's probably the best idea that they could have if it was possible. But in fact, uh, part of their contract when they uh, bought when Disney bought out Fox was that any of their completed uh theatrical movies had to be released in theaters. Um and New Mutants is one of those, so Disney contractually is obligated to release that in theaters. Yeah,
1: and advertise it for it again and all that. And-
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> that is honestly probably the only reason it's not on Disney Plus. Disney yeah. does not care about this movie at all.
1: No, they are like get it out of here.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what do you think about this release, uh,
1: It's well, it's not gonna
0: happen. But I'll give it a broke on. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, this was also exciting. Uh, new. Um, so the Hamilton movie, which we had just talked about within the last couple of months, um it was originally going to be coming out in October of 2021. It's been moved up over a whole year, like close to a year and a half up to July of this year. Um, it's going to be released on Disney plus um, and w- pretty incredible. I mean, I th- I think we had known that it was already completed. So I guess it was interesting that they were keeping that, keeping it that long anyway. Um, but it's cool. That's coming to Disney plus. Um, and, just so people know it's not like a true original movie it's really just kind of like a recording of the stage musical uh they did it with newsies several years ago disney did um but it's kind of like it is a performance of the musical but it's kind of got some extra like camera tricks and movie magic that kind of i think amplify it a little bit but for the most part it is like a live performance
1: with the original cast too. Yes, with the original cast. Yeah, coming out, I think, July 3rd. So perfect for Independence Day in the United yeah. States. Um, so I, if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, and I guess if you're kind of on the fence about paying a lot of money to see it, it's very good um, in terms of just like it's catchy. I think the music works a lot better within the context of the musical than outside of it. Um, I think it's very entertaining, and I, I hope that the sheer difficulty of the musical comes off in camera, because when you're watching it live, the coordination of everything and the choreography is quite spectacular. And just, you know, the, this, the pace of um, their singing and speaking, you know, all that for that long of a time to do it flawlessly is remarkable, so... Mm-hmm. I think it's def- definitely worth seeing if you haven't seen it, Holden.
0: Yep, I have never seen it. I've been pretty outspoken and not liking the music outside of the context. So what you're saying it probably makes sense. Wasn't a huge fan of the soundtrack, but I, I bet if I watch it, I'll like it more. I'm especially, excited to see it,
1: especially with your theatrical background, Holden.
0: Yeah, I'll give I'll give some uh theatrical perspective on this podcast.
1: Yes. <laughs> movie theaters they're closed there's a theatrical perspective for you
0: all right broca i guess for that coming out early broca um so uh avatar 2 james cameron said it's going to come out on time nope <laughs> on time meaning what
1: 38 years after the original
0: yeah like it, who cares does no one it even. Does.
1: No, Nobody go to 10 people on the street and ask them to name the main character of Avatar.
0: Jake Sully.
1: It is. But you didn't <laughs> you wouldn't know that if you didn't listen to other movie podcasts, Holden.
0: Well, I I think I would know that anyway. I've seen Avatar quite a few times. Why? Because when it first came out, I loved it. I have not seen it in since probably 2012 or 2013, but like in that like 3 or 4 year span, I saw it several times. Come on, Holden. Okay. <laughs> but anyway,
1: go to anybody else on the street that's not Holden Sutter and ask them who the main character of Avatar is. They will not
0: know. a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Xavier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, but apparently James Cameron says this because New Zealand's kind of like handling the virus really well and so they'll be able to resume what filming they have left. Um, and that, I mean, cause that's way, where they are filming it. Um, so, I mean, good for them, I guess, but I don't, yeah, I'm like, I'm with you. I don't Wait, really they're, care.
1: They're not just filming this in mocap suits.
0: I mean, they are, I think. Well, they're, okay, Well, the so, other
1: one that was just like shot in like a video game studio, basically. Yeah. A I lot don't know. Of
0: it. Well, I know that like one of the big things about this movie and why it's taken so long is because James Cameron had to like perfect underwater filming technology so I think they're doing a lot of underwater stuff.
1: Cool. Oh, okay, Jim Cameron.
0: <laughs> He's got to raise the bar.
1: He's, this movie's going to make another $2 billion, but I'm just mad because the first <laughs> one's like, Jim Cameron has way better movies
0: yeah, than he Avatar. Does.
1: I guess I'm, he also breaks like his own records every time. So
0: end game, I'm, you're going down. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for... Uh, for them to get progressively just, like, lower, like, grossing until the fifth one comes out and it's making, like, its budget back. Yeah. Why are Because we- <laughs> no one cares.
1: Golly.
0: Are they filming them all simultaneously or something? They're they filming at least two and, in th- th- this. They're at least filming two and three simultaneously, I think. Uh, they all ha- apparently have, like, a collective budget of a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to give this a bomb to all okay i'll give it a bombadil as well i'll follow suit because who cares no one um do we want to talk about that uh unreal engine 5 demo that oh came out, yeah Jimmy? we should so it is
1: remarkable
0: it is and it isn't what are you talking about Holden? let me okay let me explain okay so unreal engine 5 came out or it, it didn't come out but <laughs> a demonstration came out with unreal engine 5 um was announced came out with this cool demo it which looks okay incredible. Un- okay unreal engine 5 is a video
1: game development software yeah, I should for those say of that. People, for <laughs> those of you who are this is this is where we go into tug that one gaming podcast <laughs> um so yes this is a video game engine they're called where developers create video games using this software
0: Yep. So that's what
1: and Unreal Engine Five is the newest Unreal Engine, which is used to make a lot
0: of games. Yep. Uh, Unreal Engine is very prolific, um, but this new one looks incredible. I mean, everything that they talked about in the um, demonstration—so many triangles, Holden. So many triangles. I thought that was really funny because I was like, I don't care.
1: This one shot has thirty-eight bajillion triangles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's just like just like visually the lighting and everything, the colors looks great. Um, the physics in it, we didn't get a huge, we didn't get a great sense of how real-time physics in it works, but it looked, I mean, the way it at least the scripted physics looks good. <laughs> um, but my, my big problem with this and other people have voiced their concerns is that this is just like a lot of hype for how games won't look. Because no game is gonna look this good on Unreal Engine Five. No, see un- that's where you're wrong, though.
1: Because no. that's where you're wrong. Because I literally, after watching this, I went and watched the Unreal Engine Four demo, which was way ahead of its time, and games look way better than that now on. But do Unreal they look Engine that 4. good?
0: Do they look that good on Unreal Engine?
1: Yeah, I'm like not literally, about that. like no, like they look that good. Like, <laughs> hold on, come on, man. I went back and I'm like, man, games look better than that now.
0: I'm just skeptical because I I think this is very much made to be a demonstration to sell people on the engine. And I don't think games will actually look this good. I think this is pushing it close to its limit. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like, and I, I
1: to say that games are not going to look this good, I think, is inaccurate. Because they literally, like, in the past, it's been demonstrated just on this last generation. So... I don't know, Jimmy. Just telling you you're wrong, Olden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think. So I can the,
0: still be skeptical.
1: So the big thing about this demonstration was to show that it was it was kind of the visual representation of what Sony has been trying to say this whole time. And that is that their SSD is completely going to change the game more than in terms <laughs> of just the game. <laughs> More than just in terms of, like, loading times. Yeah. Because before this, people were like, well, the Xbox Series X just seems so much more powerful and games are going to look so much better. Mm-hmm. And all of that because of the teraflops, which is like a computing power thing, GPU. God. Nerds. Nerd. Nerd thing. We're not nerds. No. Yeah, we are. Holding. <laughs> <laughs> but... So that's like a number in what Mark Cerny was trying to say in his really boring PlayStation conference that everybody is like, "What is? what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That was aimed at developers is that all this certain... Basically, it doesn't matter how much power you have if it like has to... All that information has to go through so many different parts of the system and there's bottlenecks at different parts of the system. So what they did is like made those bottlenecks way more efficient so the data transfers within the system so much faster and so sony working very closely with unreal with unreal um for the unreal engine kind of they utilize the power of the ssd and that's how they were able to have these super high resolution textures and everything access super quickly and then um uh you know, efficiently compressed or whatever into like one triangle per one pixel. He's trying to say, I don't know. It makes more sense if you watch the, the demonstration, yeah. I guess. Watch
0: that. If you want to hear this boring talk,
1: but basically, <laughs> basically Sony with PlayStation looked really bad. Cause it looked like mm-hmm. their PlayStation five wasn't going to be that much more powerful than anything, but the, the, when people people were very skeptical that we were going to see like a true generational leap um, between the PS4 and PS5, Xbox you know One X or Xbox One and Xbox Series X, but looking at this SSD and the change of the actual architecture of the consoles, um, it's completely changed in the game because we will see a generational leap. Now it might take. Like any console generation, it's going to take a few years to really see them pushed. Mm-hmm. To yeah, go um, back
0: and look at early Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games,
1: or 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 a early Xbox One and PlayStation Four games compared to like more current ones. Yeah. Um. So that it on top of um, the SSD, which really hasn't been um, utilized by developers for gaming because only a small number of PC gamers had it but now that all consoles are going to have it they're going to complete that's going to just completely change how games are developed yep and that's the real exciting thing so like the cpu gpu speeds only being like two times faster or whatever between the ps4 pro and the ps5 or the xbox one x and the xbox series x that's very misleading because these these consoles are going to be really cool and they're actually more gonna be more powerful than the high-end gaming PCs at the beginning which is interesting for like like, the console PC war thing that I really don't care about
0: nor do I there you go
1: Holden I'm done with that boring thing
0: yep (laughs) uh I do think it's interesting that like it's good that this came out because honestly PlayStation's like marketing and like Description terrible. of what the PS5. Yeah, it's absolutely com- terrible. It is I've I've drawn some comparisons to like the Wii U <laughs> and how that was marketed, which that is infamous for just like not telling people what it does and like having terrible press conferences that are just like kind of misleading. And we don't want it to flop like the Wii U did. So Terra flop. Am I right? <laughs> Basically, though, PlayStation, instead of being
1: like, here's a bunch of boring things that Jimmy's going to replicate, they're just like, look, here you go. Especially yep. this is coming off of, I don't think we covered it. I think this was between our last episode and this one. Xbox had their own inside Xbox or whatever they call.
0: Apparently it was boring.
1: Well, I watched it because they are like, we're going to show this Xbox Series X gameplay. And... It wasn't gameplay. It was just game in-game engine rendered oh. trailers, <laughs> which was a really bad look. Because they're like, they literally said, "Oh, we read the interwebs, so we're going to show you gameplay because we know what you guys like." Oh, they said interwebs, nope. which is cringy within itself, did. and then they misinterpreted what gameplay meant, and then the games did not look very good.
0: But like, speaking of gameplay, Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Yes. Sushima apparently, is how you're okay. supposed to say it, but nobody gets. Sushima.
0: Um Yeah, gameplay came out for that extended gameplay demo. Looks pretty good, Jimmy. Yeah. There's looks a black good. and white mode. <laughs> I'm sold. I think the black and white mode could be
1: really cool. Are you going to play it with Japanese language and English subtitles?
0: Yeah, I might. That'd be cool. I mean, it looks like if you were to play it in black and white and then like you did that it looks like it could be an old japanese samurai movie kurosawa yeah um so i'm hyped for it i don't know i don't know i don't have too much to say about it for me
1: it's for me it's entirely hinged on the story at this point Mm. because there's so many open world games that you can play that if the narrative isn't there i i don't know like the world looks beautiful yeah um the gameplay. I didn't really get a sense of how the gameplay worked from this. Yeah, like you couldn't tell what buttons they were pressing or stuff. I feel like that's just something I'm gonna. Have to, I'm gonna. I'm definitely not gonna pre-order this game or anything like that. I'm gonna wait to looked, see what the reviews are.
0: It looks easy, but I doubt it is. Yeah, because it's because it, it's just kind of like oh yeah, like you slash a guy and he bleeds out his throat. <laughs> like, but it's gotta. be... I imagine
1: there's something to do with some sort of timing and stuff. I yeah. did. I did it's like probably the quick like org- draw thing. I did like the organic nature of how like um, objectives work and like having the wind kind of direct you to your objective or finding mm-hmm. things to do side quest through like smokestacks or um, like a- like animals kind of kind also of seeming out of place. Looks pretty fun, yeah.
0: So. I like taking stealth options in games when I can, so I'm pretty. I'm Me for
1: that. too, Holden. All um, right, I'll give
0: it a broke, huh? I will, too.
1: Great week for PlayStation.
0: Yeah, good for them. Uh that's it for Tom's. What's next, Jimmy? Do you have a random segment? I do have
1: a random segment. All right. Hold we're going to do random segment. We're doing random segment.
0: Oh, I guess uh, before we just want to clarify, we're only doing one movie this week. Uh, yeah. So that's why we're doing random segment now.
1: Yep, because Scoob costs like $20. (laughs) (laughs) And, Holden, the thing about Scooby-Doo is that you either, oh gosh, I had this in my head, you you either Scooby-Dooby-Doo know what you're talking about, or you Scooby-Dooby-don't. So, (laughs) got
0: him. Do you have have some Scooby-Doo random segment this week?
1: Oh yeah, of course I do, Holden. Um, so I do have a quiz prepared here. 9 questions. Ooh. All you need to do is going to you only have to get 4 out of them right. 4. You don't even have to get half cuz I think they 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 can be a little difficult. Okay. But before we get into it Holden, I thought it might be nice to maybe share some information about, you know, Scooby-Doo um, if it was a big part of our childhood or not. So Holden, sure. Scooby-Doo, what's your relationship with the Doo?
0: Um so Scooby-Doo, I I wouldn't say it was, like, the biggest thing in my childhood. I always enjoyed it. Um, I had a couple VHS copies of, like, some of the really old uh, Hanna-Barbera, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You uh, cartoons. So I've watched those quite a bit uh, in my childhood. Um, and I used to like the kind of, like, to early 2000s revival uh, that was... Uh, what's what's new, new, Scooby-Doo? Yeah, I used to like that because um, that was kind of more of the same, but just kind of, like, updated a little bit. Um, and then, I mean, I I loved Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> I loved that movie quite a bit. I liked it more than the first one because the first one had parts that scared me quite a bit. So when I was a kid, I didn't like it.
1: Um, See, I thought the second one was scarier when I was little. But also, uh, when the second one came out, was my favorite movie.
0: <laughs> it was close for mine, too. I don't know if it was my favorite, but it was up there. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, I just liked that kind of stuff. I had some I had like some stuffed animals and toys and stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't huge. I might have had a bedspread <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo sheets, I don't know. What, All, what right.
1: Do All right. All right, hold on. Scooby-Doo was my favorite franchise growing up, even above Star Wars, if you can believe it or not. Wow. I didn't so, know that. So, yeah, two favorite toys I had, you know, by the time I was age 6 one was a millennium falcon thing that held action figures mm-hmm. and the other was my mystery machine toy ooh and i i remember my sister owned like the whole scooby like rubber kind of action they were like non articulating rubber scooby doo action figures
0: i think i might have had um the scooby one of those actually
1: um and she would, like, hide them in the, her room, so I'd have to, like, go in Mission Impossible and try to, like, figure out where she hid them from me because we'd steal them back and forth from each other because we we both like to play with them. I obviously liked them more because I was a bigger Scooby-Doo fan. Obviously. Um, But I remember being in, like, uh when my mom would go to work out at the gym, there's, like, a little daycare thing there she would just drop me off every day for you know a few hours cuz my mom works she worked out like a mad woman um and i remember Scooby-Doo would always be on i love scooby-doo um but it, i did end up getting my own Mr. mystery machine with articulating scooby-doo action figures eventually which was great i still have those to- i had two mystery machines um one was updated but yeah the what's i love scooby-doo where are you definitely um, I remember like every day and every Saturday they would have scooby-Doo on TV followed by my second favorite show at the time Tom and Jerry nice those were back classics. to back so I would always watch those back to back um, loved what's new scooby-Doo as well my favorite episode was one about the mystery machine <laughs> um, it like it turns evil or whatever and then uh, I loved all the direct to video. <laughs> Movies like Scooby Doo, oh, yeah. I love, Zombie oh, I Island love, and Cyber Chase, Chase was my favorite. Yeah, Cyber Chase was maybe my favorite back when I was little. I haven't seen them, seen them, you know, in so long. Alien Invaders, Alien Invaders, yep. Uh The Vampire Rock or whatever, the Hex Girls. Oh yeah, <laughs> the one with the chupacabra in Mexico or whatever. Wow, I loved. I watched those all the time.
0: Scooby Doo meets Batman. Did you ever see that? One? I did.
1: <laughs> I loved that one. That that um, video, that VHS, had a like trailer for like some sort of some sort of Goosebumps esque thing in before the before the show. And I remember it scared the crap out of me. And I'd have to go hide in another room while that was because you know I didn't. I don't think you could have fast forwarded through it oh, okay. back then. I don't, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Back in the
0: VHS,
1: VCR days. Classic. Those, those, these Gen Zers don't understand. Am I right?
0: The days of our childhood. Um, Toy story on VHS.
1: (laughs) Uh, But then, yeah, even the Scooby Doo video games that were on computer. (laughs) But yeah, Monsters Unleashed loved it uh, when it came out. So Scooby Doo, uh, even like even in kindergarten, first grade, my friends and I would play Scooby Doo. I was, uh, fred and scooby i think which yeah so much fun
0: that reminds me i i know we've been going on this for a while but i uh i had a ps2 scooby-doo game called scooby-doo night of a thousand frights and it was incredible and i think it's still good i haven't played it in a while but from what i remember i think if i went back it would still be a solid game it was so fun
1: yeah yeah I I know what you're talking about. I never did play it though. I don't okay. think. But yeah, Scooby Doo, love it. Um. So without further ado, Holden, let's uh-huh. go on to that Let's quiz. get on to this quiz. Enough, enough about us. People don't listen to us. Listen no. to this podcast to hear us.
0: Although I I hope <laughs> that some of you listening got a, got a nice little dose of nostalgia from what we were talking about.
1: Yeah. Uh, Holden, question number one. You got to only get four out of nine. Okay. Uh, there will be multiple choice. Who owns the mystery machine? Holden, who owns it? Who's got the registration? Is it Shaggy's uncle, Fred's mother, or Daphne's father? That's Shaggy's uncle, Fred's mother, or Daphne's father.
0: Ooh. Is. Do you know, like, what this is from? Is this from a show? A certain show? It
1: must be from a certain episode. I don't remember exactly which one. This doesn't
0: seem like it would be something that was covered in, like, the old show. No, I would
1: imagine it's, like, a What's New Scooby-Doo or even more recent. Um,
0: Daphne's father?
1: That's what you're going with? Yeah. Holden? That is correct.
0: Yes! I know they're rich.
1: Um, I I thought it was Fred's mother just because Fred is kind of always depicted as the one driving it and um, also like caring the most about the mystery machine in most of the cartoons. But you're right, Holden. Uh, Question number two. Who is Norval Rogers? Who is Norval Rogers? Is it Shaggy? Yes, Olden, it is Shaggy's <laughs> real name.
0: They say that in the movie.
1: Yeah, well, and Scoob?
0: Yeah, and Scoob.
1: Well, there you go, Olden, congratulations. <laughs> you got a good memory. So you got that right. I guess I won't even read the options. <laughs> All right, Olden. It's a
0: scrappy do.
1: <laughs> True or false? The voice of Shaggy, or one of the voices of Shaggy, DJ Casey Kasem, Casey Kasem is that? What oh, it is? Casey Kasem, yeah, yeah. Insisted that Shaggy become a vegan in recent years. The voice, one of the voices of Shaggy, Casey Kasem, insisted that Shaggy become a vegan in recent years. Is that true or false?
0: That's true, and I uh, think that was for what's new Scooby Doo.
1: Yeah, Holden, I agree with you, but it's false because this is a trick question because he wants him to become a vegetarian. So I also what? got this wrong.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is a this is like the Are wiki it's a wiki how quiz or something so oh my god so <laughs> i know i <laughs> fell for it too old and it's a little tricky but uh you know basically almost two for three you only need two more and the five u.n bill is back to you all I'm right hold still in cool. my wallet <laughs> yeah <laughs> Question number four, the original incarnation of Scooby-Doo premiered in what year? The original incarnation of Scooby-Doo, that would be Scooby-Doo, where are you, premiered in what year? Was it 1968, 1969, or 1971? 68. Is that your final
0: answer? Yes.
1: It is 1969. Oh, dang it. You are two for four, Holden. You're still on pace to win. I said 71. Also got it wrong, so.
0: I was close with you, you, Jimmy.
1: Yeah. Man landed on the moon and Scooby-Doo premiered. <laughs> so, good year, 1969. Yeah. Uh, except the Colts lost in the Super Bowl. But we won't talk about it. All right. What? Uh, yes, was, everyone knows that, Jimmy. What was, I think it was 69. What was Scooby's name in the original concept Hitch, was it too much? Scabby or Rolf? What was what? Scooby's name in the original concept pitch for the what show? Was the last one Rolf? R O L A F, like golf with an R, <laughs> as in Ray. You want to play Rolf? Scabby or too much? Um, Rolf. That's what I guessed. It's it's too much. What? I, I don't <laughs> too much do. More like uh those kids playing Fortnite. They're having too much do. Mountain Dew. Got them. it. Yeah. You're two for five, Holden. You're you're starting to fall apart here. The <laughs> wheels are coming off the mystery machine. Let's see if we can we can uh, recover here. True or false, Holden. Scooby's original breed was a sheep dog true or false scooby's original breed was supposed to be a sheep dog false that is true holden. oh my god uh, of course scooby-doo is a is actually a what holden you know this what breed is he um i don't remember i would know if you said it great dane yeah um he was also there was a concept for him to be a german shepherd as well but the original concept was for a sheep dog holden
0: all right i can get two out of the next three absolutely falling apart
1: (laughs) holden number seven what frank sinatra song supposedly inspired the theme song from scooby doo was it that's life new york new york or strangers in the night, holding what Frank Sinatra song supposedly inspired the theme song from Scooby Doo? That's life, New York, New York. Strangers in the night, and this is Scooby Doo. Where are you? To clarify,
0: Scooby Doo, because what's new? Scooby Doo has a little you? bit
1: of a different theme.
0: Yeah, that one is insane. What's new, Scooby Doo? Coming <laughs> after you.
1: Um, both bangers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, that's life. Holden, it's Strangers in the Night. Uh, you gotta get the last two right. <laughs> you started off so well. I thought that then one. But the vegan vegetarian question <laughs> three you off.
0: I don't, I could not tell you what Strangers in the Night sounds like. I so. don't know
1: either, but apparently in the song, it, he goes "dooby dooby doo in it. Oh. So there you go. There's that, Holden. Good good job. You, you better recover Yikes. here. All right, Holden. Number eight. Shaggy took part in which activity at his high school? Was it track, wrestling, or basketball? Shaggy took part in which activity at his high school? Was it track, wrestling, or basketball? Wrestling. Holden. Will this last question count, or did you already lose it? What do you think? Do you think it is wrestling? Is that your
0: final answer? I, I'm, I'm going with it. It's wrong. <laughs> you blew no. it and It's track. I mean, that makes sense, I guess, from his I also body thought, shape. I, but-
1: I, see, I was thinking track or basketball because I'm like, he's tall.
0: And I just so thought,
1: I, I initially I thought track, but I'm like, well, if this was a Scooby-Doo,
0: where are you? I feel like they would be more apt to show basketball, but I don't know which era it's from. For some reason, I created in my head like an image of Shaggy in like a high school wrestling uniform and it, made, I also like, it thought that real. In,
1: yeah. No, I also thought that too when I read through this. I'm like, that looks something like I've seen.
0: Yeah. So but alas,
1: not. we were both wrong.
0: <laughs> well, let's just see what the, the last All question All right, hold
1: on. Consolation points. Question number 9, what is Vilma's last name? What is Vilma's last name? Is it Dinkly, Dankly, or Dinky? Dinkly. It is Dinkly. Holy. I
0: had just got one other one right. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. If, if that if Wookie How wasn't so uh picky about the vegan vegetarian split. Oh my uh, god. It's those vegan vegetarians, man. God. Whatever. Didn't want to win anyway. Well, five UN bills staying with me and uh, <laughs> in uh, you know in my heart. Yep, in spirit. Yes, that that's what I was looking for. Thank you, Holden. <laughs> that's why I keep you around.
0: On Better luck s-
1: next time, well, Holden. Let's do the Scoob review.
0: All right, on to our review of Scoob. back
1: yeah holden had to go i don't know what were you doing i was getting grabbing your laptop charger (laughs) whatever whatever the kids call it
0: it was gonna die
1: i think you were just going smoking a joint there shaggy (laughs) (laughs) we're obviously gonna start with non-spoilers um Uh, because we all know that you want to spend 20 dollars on this movie that's gonna this
0: is a very hyped (laughs) movie uh people want to see it been getting great raving reviews Everyone loves it. <laughs> Believe me,
1: tremendous. <laughs> um, so yeah, non-spoilers. Uh, to start it off, this is swerving it because it's a new movie coming out. <laughs> yep, and Holden, <laughs> Holden. really liked the trailer. I might add. I okay. I stand by that. I liked the trailer, and I, I was th- like, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, obviously, if you listen to a random segment, I am a huge <laughs> Scooby Doo fan. So,
0: I it, I just thought I thought the trailer looked interesting, and I mean, I guess the writing was on the wall a little bit in the tra- on, in the trailer in retrospect. But I thought they could have done something interesting with what they had presented. I thought the animation looked interesting. I thought,
1: animation looks great. I think sometimes, in, in my opinion, I I really liked how they lit this movie. Um, I. I, um, I like the animation overall. I like the style. I thought that style. was a strength. Oh,
0: I I, I like the style um, that the animation has for the most part. But there are a lot of points in this movie where background characters look like like old NPCs in video games or something. Like their faces are like blurred and not super detailed. It's very weird.
1: I did not notice and that. I, it at all. looks like.
0: It looks, like, kind of unfinished. But I do think, like, on the main characters and, like, where most of the action where you would normally be looking, I think it looks good for the most part. And I think the style is pretty... in uh, the way they animate the characters is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think this is... <laughs> I'm trying to... Okay, what other things do I like about this movie? Um. Well, let me just start by... I did not hate this movie. I actually thought this movie was better than I thought it was going to be, which my expectations were really low. I don't think it's quite as bad as certain people are making it out to be certain reviewers. Um, I don't, the, the biggest problem with this movie, the by far to me is that the plot is just so off the walls and way too grandiose for a Scooby-Doo movie.
0: It is not a Scooby-Doo movie.
1: It's not. I mean, it has elements Of Scooby Doo, which were the parts I liked the most, but it's like a superhero movie that's just a mashup of a whole bunch of Hanna-Barbera properties that I don't care about, which is a really weird thing. It's like this movie was made for boomers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) because. The Avengers for boomers.
1: Yeah. It's like they couldn't decide if they were making this for eight-year-olds or if they were making this for 65-year-olds because people our age i think will resonate with um scooby-doo and i think younger kids will too but who's gonna resonate with the older kid like who like i didn't i mean i knew who dick dastardly was i guess minor spoilers i guess dick dastardly is the like i didn't know the name until i looked up the cartoon character i'm like oh i've seen that character before yeah but like
0: and like captain caveman didn't know
1: he was a thing yeah Um, it just, it's like, uh, yeah, they made like this Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe, but like Scooby-Doo is, you know, what you wanted to see and it. And that, that stuff not only takes away from Scooby-Doo, but it also just derails the whole movie from being a Scooby-Doo movie. There's not really even a mystery.
0: (laughs) No, there's no mystery. There's no like supernatural, really i mean a little bit i guess we'll get into that there's not there's definitely
1: supernatural stuff happening
0: but not in like not in like a scooby-doo sense like it's not it's it's very different than what you would expect from like scooby-doo like it's i mean i don't want to spoil so i can't really describe how i guess um but it just it felt so like It kind of felt like they were trying to like answer people's complaints of Scooby Doo sticking to a formula, but then they just like applied it to another formula.
1: Yeah. So I think credit goes to them trying to do something new. Like they Mm didn't, they they clearly were like trying to balance some Scooby Doo tropes, which there are in here. Like there's some of those cartoonish things. I mean, from the sound effects to certain like sequences that are the very, sound scooby sound
0: really out of place.
1: Um, we're very like Scooby-Doo feeling, mm-hmm. um, mixed with something new, but the something new happened to be this crazy plot that does not feel like Scooby-Doo at all. And it seems like it's just trying to cash in on, on the Marvel success.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it, it's you know what I'm not going to tell Warner Bros not to you know make a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe if that's what they really want to do but like have them be their own movies like this is kind of doing what ju- like what Justice League did wrong which is also Warner Bros that whole cinematic universe where they just like oh let's just add all these superheroes into one movie and then not give them any sort of in- not like any time to focus on any characters because this should have just been like a Scooby-Doo movie but instead, they're like, nope. It's also a Wacky Races movie. It's also a Captain Caveman movie. Not that yeah. anyone cares about this. Yeah, which anyway. which I was
1: gonna say. A people just want to go to a Scooby Doo movie, and B yeah. nobody cares. About, like, why would you make a cinematic universe with those characters? <laughs> like, nobody has, unless you're a boomer. I mean, like honestly, though, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we, I don't.
0: No, I don't. They didn't.
1: They didn't continue to show those. Shows when no, we were it, little, they showed Scooby Doo because that was the that was the best one.
0: If this movie was incredible and the next in like a Wacky Races movie looked good, I would see it. But this does not make me want to see a Wacky Races movie. I <laughs> or agree, or like a yeah. Hop Cat, or you know whatever. And whatever it feels,
1: it, I agree with you that the the WB Justice League comp- comparison feels very accurate because it's it definitely feels like they're trying to set up this. In a Barbara cinematic universe. And it's just like, no, just, you shouldn't have, you should have at least made a very good Scooby Doo movie to start. Yeah. And I think they could have. Like, I didn't, but they didn't. But I think just really the plot derails this. The humor there's, for me, I thought some of it was funny. And I, there's some, but some of it was like, yeah.
0: There's so much just like dabbing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it like cringy current or like past current humor. That yeah, is there's already a, aged yes. and will only age worse. Yeah, and there's a lot of
1: references to like today. Yeah, like there's a Hemsworth Brothers joke. Yeah, so it's like, uh,
0: that's which, not gonna age very well. Uh, they he when that joke is made, Fred is like, uh, which one, Chris or Liam? And I'm like, you are forgetting my boy Luke. Luke. <laughs> in Westworld. Um <laughs> I also thought that
1: same thing. I was like, wow, no love for Luke Emsworth. Um but I also just had I did not realize that Zach Afron and Mark Wahlberg were voices in this. I did not even realize it was them. I guess I wasn't thinking about it. I noticed Mark
0: Wahlberg, but I did not notice Zach Efron. Like Mark Wahlberg did his th- like the way he talks in movies. He just kind of did that in his role. <laughs> like he, he did. I heard. just
1: didn't. It just didn't register
0: to yeah, me for yeah. whatever reason. But yeah, uh, Zach Efron could have been anyone as Fred, really. Um, like I, there's a there's a big like people are upset about this and I can kind of understand like why they just didn't get Matthew Lillard to do Shaggy. That doesn't make any sense. Like they yeah. got Will Forte to do it instead, but like Matthew Lillard's been the sh- voice of Shaggy now since the uh, since the live action movies, and he's done a good job of it.
1: And I, I have that written down. I mean, he's just Will Forte is just not very good. No, <laughs> like, he's I not, not I I think it's okay. If, like I don't have a problem. I guess having someone other than Matthew Lillard. If you're if they're gonna be good, but like Will but Forte it, wasn't very good, like it sounds no like a bad
0: Shaggy impression. <laughs> that's
1: I know. That's why it sounded like us. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, why would you not just use Matthew Lillard as the voice?
0: Yeah. Um, let's see here. Also, what like okay, so they're. <laughs> Uh, just a slight bit more about that. People are saying they did that because, like, you know, star power. But who, like, is looking to go see a movie with Will Forte as <laughs> shaggy? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: um, Let's see. Uh, I don't think I have a lot of more non-spoiler stuff in here. I guess there's a yeah. little bit of wokeness in this movie that's <laughs> kind of like, okay, all right.
0: I guess I didn't notice that too much, but
1: it's, it's in there, but it's also a little bit self-deprecating. So
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I think all I've got left is, um, isn't spoilers. Let's move on to it. Let's give her ratings though, I guess.
1: Uh, I'll guess I'll go like four and a half out of 10. That's, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, this uh, so when I was thinking about my score, I was realizing just how hard it is to compare some movies with like a number score because I'm thinking like well, I don't think it's as bad as like Frozen Two in a lot of ways, but it's also like I don't like it as much as I don't think I like it as much as Extraction last week. So I don't know. It's 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 a weird movie for me to grade. I guess I'll probably give it around a four or four and a half as well. I'm not going to specify any more than that. It's just one
1: of those two. I, it wasn't a, I don't think it, like some people are like, this was a painful viewing experience. I'm like, ah, I mean, it's an hour and a half. It clips along. Yeah. It, it's like, it's it, very there are worse kids movies
0: out there. The first act is paced really fast.
1: <laughs> and there was enough of the Scooby-Doo tropes to kind of hit my nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, So we can talk more specifically about those and spoilers here, but I would say do not spend twenty dollars to watch this movie. No, just wait
0: until it gets added to HBO Max, and when you get that,
1: (laughs) yeah, just watch Onward on Disney Plus. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it'll be it'll be better if you haven't seen it. All right, on to spoilers.
0: OK, Uh, so the beginning of the movie, I really I liked their redo of the original intro.
1: I did, too, except for the song. I thought the song yeah. was bad, but I liked I did love how they remade the intro. And like it was funny because like when I was watching it, just it all and I knew like exactly what the next shot was going to be. And I didn't Me realize <laughs> that I had it ingrained in my head.
0: Yeah, it was very nostalgic. And I'm sure anyone who's seen the original show will like it, too. Um, but that's kind of like also leads to one of the big problems that we talked about was that there's no like like mysteries in this. And that was like the extent of like the Scooby-Doo stuff that we got was like the opening scene up to that. And then after that, it was just kind of like, oh, here's Simon Cowell. <laughs> Simon <laughs> Cowell. What the heck? That was th- that is kind
1: of like the perfect metaphor for like how... Outdated this movie is going to be by the fact that Simon Cowell is already 10 years outdated. (laughs)
0: Yeah. What kid is gonna know who Simon Cowell is? No,
1: exactly. Like Simon Cowell is famous, was the most famous 10 years ago. And yeah, the market audience for this movie is under 10 years old. So it's like that doesn't make sense.
0: (laughs) He was so out of place, and it was made even worse when they when they brought him back at the end of the movie. <laughs> and I was like, half of me was really hoping that he actually was the main villain just so I that I could too. hate this movie even more.
1: <laughs> Nobody goes for the double unmasking. <laughs> That was I had yeah I had that written I just have Simon Cowell question mark Yeah like, no I have at what? the beginning
0: at the beginning of the movie I have Simon freaking Cowell in all caps and then at the end of the movie when he's there again it's just <laughs> goddamn Simon <laughs> Cowell <laughs> Um
1: I guess in like a funnier joke I liked how the uh, Blue Falcon or whatever his name is. Is yeah. his uh the main guy's autobiography is No Falcon Around. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. You didn't catch that? No. And then and then the Brian's is just
0: Falcon Around. <laughs> I was like that
1: <laughs> I was like, okay, I think that's actually pretty funny.
0: That is pretty good. And um Do you like how their Google in this universe is called Looky Up? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wrote that down because I thought it was funny. Looky uh, up.
1: I, I did kind of chuckle when uh, Scooby says Rick instead of Dick Dastardly.
0: <laughs> I did not think that was funny. I was <laughs> like, this doesn't seem like it's supposed to be a dick joke, but it comes off as that, and it's not even a funny dick joke. <laughs> it just seemed really, really forced. Um. Yeah. Uh, I thought... Go I ahead. I don't know. What did you think of Dick Dastardly?
1: See, th- I think my problem with that is... um. I guess it was interesting that he had his dog. Uh, that was an interesting element to the movie, I guess. But it mm-hmm. doesn't feel very Scooby Doo because Scooby Doo is they're always trying to figure out who's pulling the strings, and for you to know so early on in the movie that like it just made it less that interesting. completely upends the whole Scooby Doo plot structure.
0: Also, uh, that that whole like him trying to get his dog back reminded me of Kingpin from Spider Verse, but <laughs> worse.
1: yeah i guess um i thought the robots were pretty cute yeah didn't hate them but they didn't like he's like just from the i remember watching the trailer i was like that doesn't seem very scooby doo
0: no and it's not but i mean yeah they're they're cute it's just very obviously like merchandising yeah or just even though i don't think they'll get merchandise for this
1: yeah, Um. Uh. some of the other like uh, Scooby-Doo style, like I mentioned the sound effects, but also like when I did like the bit or I felt it was very Scooby-Doo when they were in the bowling alley and they kind of got behind the counter and they were taking the robots orders. Yeah, I that thought was that was a, funny. Th- that was a very Scooby-Doo moment or, or, you know, when everything else has fallen and they're still in the air. You know, sort of I thing. think.
0: I wouldn't have had as much of a problem with this movie departing like so much from like being a, a you know like ghost mystery or whatever if they had done stuff like that throughout the movie, like if they had just like you know had those Scooby Doo elements had like those elements of each character's character present, I would have liked it more. One second here. here.
1: I'm recording the podcast. Oh, I didn't even see that. Sorry. Come here. Hello. Hi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, great. Now it's Jimmy's fault this time that uh, we got interrupted.
1: Yes, <laughs> Joyce, do the, ruiner of the podcast. Move over, Scott, Sutter. <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: I um, honestly, okay. So most of the notes I wrote down were like kind of towards the end of the movie, but that's because I didn't really think about writing notes until about halfway through the movie. Um, I. I thought the climax of this movie was so lazy and boring and there were a lot of just issues I had with it. Um, I think
1: my biggest problem with the movie was when they went to the Captain Caveman or whatever. That was weird. That was like, what? (laughs) It was so different than the rest of the movie. And it was like, they were just like pterodactyls flying around. Journey
0: to the Center of the Earth starring Brendan Fraser. (laughs) I'm <laughs> just like what what this is not a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that was so dumb. It was like for an, a movie that was 90 minutes it did not need to be there. That just felt so out of place. Yeah. And and like, like I said,
1: maybe if it was a property that wasn't Scooby Doo I would have been just kind of gone with it, but the fact that it is Scooby Doo it just If they had but, just called it hanna Barbera movie. Yeah. Um, a I lot thought of people Cerberus...
0: Oh, what? Go ahead. I thought Cerberus looked really bad. Yeah. I thought it looked worse than like Cerberus in Harry Potter 1.
1: Yeah, Fluffy. <laughs> yeah, Fluffy. Um, A lot of people were talking about how Fred didn't set a trap. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That was apt comment. Yeah, he's always... They never... They kind of set a
0: trap with the bowling balls at the end, but not really. Not really. He didn't really do that. And like... That whole element at the end, where like fr- the van gets destroyed and Fred is distraught, there's like n- not much before that that shows that Fred is like a- in love with his van.
1: Not a ton, no. And I, I thought, g- like, and one of my notes here is that the mystery machine didn't get a ton of play anyway. No,
0: no, it was it. it I think like the one part where Fred was like with his van was during the intro, like r- redo. And like it had that one bit where it showed him like on a date with the van.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was basically it. Um,
0: I, was I there s- was there was one like part of the writing or like a couple of lines that I thought were really funny during the climax, where Scooby's like talking about him and Shaggy, where he literally says, "We've been through a lot. We've grown," to signify their <laughs> character growth.
1: <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The okay, so I, one thought, of the parts- I thought
1: that was a little, I thought that was like purposefully meta, though. Was like, it? kind of, I thought it was poking fun. I, that was the sense, because there's a lot of meta humor in it that I thought that had to be meta.
0: I don't know, I guess I didn't take it. That and way. they were
1: making fun of like the, the classic three act structure.
0: Hmm. I did think Scooby like crying at the end got that got to me a little bit. <laughs> it was really sad. Yeah. <laughs> He was, like, crying when uh, Shaggy gets stuck in the uh, the underworld or whatever. Um, but, I, I mean, I think that's a tribute to how good Frank Welker does. He's a very good Scooby and even, like, is able to show some emotion apart from being just, you know, like, a, a talking dog.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was also interesting that it feels like this movie, it feels like they want to do sequels. Mm -hmm. um so that's interesting to me that they like split up the gang so much yeah in this one
0: the the dynamic like isn't really established very well until oh it's not i mean it's It's at the beginning yeah a little bit
1: and then they kind of just assume you've seen a lot of other scooby-doo material yeah and that's just kind of where the characters are
0: yeah which is like a mistake because i mean There's probably lots of little kids that are going to go see this and maybe haven't experienced Scooby-Doo before, um, or at least that much Scooby-Doo. And so, I mean, even I guess even aside from that, you should be able to establish these character dynamics just for anyone to know. And I mean, their dynamics change a little bit from show to show, too. So like establishing what they are in this would be good.
1: Yeah, Velma doesn't really do anything clumsy. Nope. (laughs)
0: Nope. I uh, I was kind of like I I watched a video online and it made me in, kind of interested in this. Were you familiar with like the Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated show from like five I don't years think so. ago? No, I don't think so. Five to ten years ago, it was on like Cartoon Network. But if you look up stuff about this, it kind of lo- it's like it is Scooby-Doo, and like it's animated. I'm trying to I I don't remember what other show was animated in this style, but it has like an actual plot to it. And it's like apparently like the characters have like depth and it looked very interesting from what I was seeing. And it kind of made me want to watch it. But then I was like to go from that, which people love that show. That's probably the most well-liked modern Scooby-Doo uh, material to go from that to like this. Which just seemed like such a step down. <laughs> yeah.
1: And also like if you look at the credits, there's like. <laughs> like four different writers and like, Oh yeah, that's three right. Directors. Like, it's just like so many people. It's not like I have no problem with like a lot of people working on something, but it's like, you could just feel kind of that chaos in Where the production had of this so movie. Many ideas. Yeah. And there wasn't a focus.
0: Also, I Scooby-Doo and Shaggy's conflict is so forced. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, Shaggy is so unlikable in this movie just by the way the characters wrote him because like I mean I, I guess we should say if you haven't watched the movie but Scooby-Doo is like revealed to be this like great descendant of Alexander the Great's dog which is already really stupid <laughs> um, and he's like the key to opening the underworld so Dick Dastardly can go in and like get his dog who is stuck there. No his treasure and maybe his
1: dog. Anime, yeah. which okay. is why there why is there treasure in the underworld <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know
0: um but so like like scooby is like revealed to be this very important figure to the plot and so like the blue falcon and you know his crew are like trying to use him to like help um defeat dick dastardly and whatnot and shaggy gets like jealous of scooby-doo's position and like gets mad that scooby-doo isn't hanging out with him and like paying attention to him even though scooby-doo has much more important things to do (laughs) than like just eat food with shaggy um and it just seemed i like it made me hate shaggy in this movie because he's like supposed to be best friends with scooby and he's just like like hates what's like, like being a bad friend to scooby yeah
1: yeah, I agree. They made Shaggy very unlikable.
0: hmm So And like we we guessed we guessed during the trailer that yes, Scooby Doo had to take the collar off. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the trailer they made a big deal about oh I'm never gonna take the oh never take this collar off, Shaggy. Reggy. Um, reggie? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, then it happened in the movie. Very, very wow incredible. Who could have known? <laughs> Are we done here? Is that this movie Um, I'm checking they made a putting filters on selfie on selfies joke like oh my god um dabbing they break the fourth wall a few times um the soundtrack is really generic yeah I think that's about it for me
1: all right holden what are you doing
0: what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jimmy, we've had two weeks since our last podcast, and I guess we owe the audience an explanation as to why it's been two weeks. I think you owe the audience an explanation, yeah. Holden. And we recorded
1: my- seven episodes, but then Holden deleted them all yeah. from my computer. Why'd <laughs> we, you we do that, Holden? them in bulk. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, basically what happened was we were going to record on Sunday cause we were trying to get back onto our, uh, weekend schedule, which I think we'll try to do after this one. But, um, I had so many finals and still have finals, uh, final papers and projects and tests and all that. And I've been very swamped. This is probably my busiest finals I've ever had, which is like ironic since I'm stuck at home doing nothing, <laughs> um, besides that. Um, and so Sunday was like a very, very busy day. I had a lot of stuff due Monday. And so I just told Jim, and I hadn't watched the movie by that point. So I'm like, Jimmy, I don't have time to watch the movie and record today. So we went back to Wednesday for this. So that's why it's been two weeks. There Jimmy, you go, Holden. Jimmy was very nice and was like, okay, Holden, I'll accommodate you since I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. Um, but besides that, what have I been doing? Um, like in the last week, I really haven't done much, uh, since this whole last week has been finals. But before that I finished Metro Exodus. Very, very good. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite Metro game, but I think plot wise, it's definitely the strongest. I think it has the strongest ending and I guess just plot in general. Um, I'm very excited to see if they'll make any more. I'm working on the DLC for it. There were two expansions that were released. I've already beat the first one, and I haven't played it at all—the second one at all yet. So I'll get to that. Um, I rewatched John Wick three with my parents, Jimmy. We've mm-hmm. recorded that on this podcast. What'd you think? Uh, it was very good. I, I liked it quite a bit. I, um, I, I think two's the best one. Probably, right? I... Yeah, and... Because I really... I think I liked 3 a little bit less this last time. And uh, maybe that's just because I'd seen it before. I don't know. But I have rewatched like, the first one and the second one both. I've seen them both two or three times. um, And I think those hold up on subsequent viewings better, even though you don't like the first one that much. Um, Yeah. Um, I also watched predator the original movie jimmy oh i haven't seen it (laughs) it's actually pretty good like it i didn't realize it's directed by the guy who directed die hard oh um and i mean this came out a few years before die hard and obviously die Hard's a classic but this movie is like it's actually very well made especially for an 80s action movie because those can kind of become just white noise but like there's several exciting action sequences in this movie. There's one part where they like have to infiltrate this like um, this camp, uh, because if you know anything about Predator, like it doesn't start out like they're fighting the Predator. They're on like a like, uh, some sort of covert mission, but they have to like take out this camp and that action seems pretty good for, you know, 80s action. Um, and what I th- what I was very impressed with was like some of the cinematography um, and just like how the movie looked, especially in the climactic action scene uh, between Arnold and the in the Predator. I thought there were some very spectacular looking shots. And I was like, how is I like how have I not heard of this like movie looking good before? Because uh, you always hear about like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, get to the choppa." And stuff like that like he does got the some, chopper he says like he hits someone with a stick and says stick around thing. <laughs> he's got some good one-liners you sure you're not in thinking movie. of batman and robin no <laughs> he's got some good one-liners in this movie but it's like it's genuinely a very good movie i would recommend it jimmy if you ever get the yeah. chance yeah
1: yeah no i've been i dig the 80s action stuff you know mm-hmm. aliens yep. terminator yep. let's see it yeah
0: bring it on yeah um I also started I don't remember if I brought this up on the last podcast cuz I don't remember when I, this happened but I started watching The Clone Wars Jimmy.
1: Oh I see I want to watch the last four episodes but I'm I'm in the middle of something else right have now. Have you seen so. the
0: rest of the show before?
1: I think I've seen the first two seasons but that was back when it wasn't very good and then okay. I, and they might have did they take a little bit of a gap?
0: Maybe. In there Well they And like and s- I
1: kind of aged it was between Kind of, I aged out of Star Wars, and Disney hadn't bought Lucasfilm yet.
0: Sure, I uh, in that
1: time, so that was kind of the Star Wars dead zone for me, where I kind of lost interest for a few years.
0: I've been watching it, or I've been watching it from the start, even though it isn't that great at the start. Um, I, it's like fine. I'm putting up with it, but I, I mean, I've heard that it gets much better in like the third and fourth season as it goes later. Um, So I'm excited for that. It's okay. I think it's very weird that they aired like many of the episodes out of order. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. Yeah. What is exactly the power? So like the very first episode chronologically is like third season.
1: Hmm. And
0: so if you're watching it and it's I don't think it's like that they made it. Or that they just didn't make it until then, but they just, like, didn't air it until then. So, like, the third third season has the very first episode, and then there's another episode, like, midway through season two, and then it's the movie? Because the movie's not even, like, the start of the current chronology. Weird. (laughs) And so, and then it's, like, there's a few here and there um and then season one the big mid part for the most part is chronological but then even like into season two and three it's like out of order and it's really weird and that's the way it aired like it's not just how disney plus has it
1: so are you watching it
0: chronologically or by the episode i'm watching it chronologically so i'm kind of jumping around a bit but i'm i'm kind of in the big chunk of season one where it's all chronological you gonna watch
1: the movie?
0: <laughs> I already did.
1: You did? It's you so just rewatched bad. It's it? Bad. Yeah. You? I mean, you rewatched it or watched it for the first time or whatever?
0: No, I rewatched it. Why did you do that? Because I when I when it first came out, I don't remember like anything about it. I didn't remember hating it. and I didn't remember liking it. So I just watched
1: it. I never saw it in theaters. I remember seeing it at like some random person's house on like a play date.
0: It is definitely the worst part of the series. Like, hands down, the rest of the series, even season one, is so much better than the movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bizarre. Um. Yeah. And i that's pretty much it. I beat Star Wars Dark Forces 1, which I had talked about previously on the computer. And so I'm playing through that series a little bit off and on. Um, oh, I bought the Creed boxing game for VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't played it yet because I bought it. It was on sale on Steam. And so I bought it before it was the sale was finished. Um, but I've been so busy that I just haven't played it yet. I'll probably play that in the next couple of days.
1: Heard it's a good workout.
0: I have too. I'm excited. But what do you? What about you, Jimmy? What have you done?
1: Okay, Olden. I've crossed a few things off the list. Number one, All Caught Up, Better Call Saul, through season five. Oh, wow. Phenomenal, Olden. <laughs> phenomenal it just keeps getting better and better i don't know what to tell you the the themes that carry over over between episodes just like even the titles of the episodes themselves and their all the meanings they have it's fantastic I just the the writing is exceptional the acting is so good it's this season five definitely felt like the most breaking bad in terms of like things are getting like the stakes are getting higher and higher and higher. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, there's like one of the main characters of the show is just like so close to Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman. And she is not in breaking bad. And it's like, (laughs) I'm thinking so about even making a I'm thinking about making a video on this, but it's like the ult, like you know the JJ Abrams mystery box. Yeah. Like this character is the ultimate mystery box. Like the like the I, that idea which JJ Abrams gets a lot of crap for cuz he's very hit or miss with it <laughs> in his stuff, <laughs> where this is like that idea executed to perfection because it's like who is this character? and what happens like what happens and the show knows that you're thinking about this and it just plays off that so well and there's other characters like this too in the show um and i was telling other people about this but like another reason i love it so much is that just everybody every character is so smart in the show like Nothing happens really because a character is stupid. Maybe they make like a, an emotional rash decision, but it still has like a thought behind it and there's a rationale to it. Most of the stuff that happens, well, it's another thing is like the kind of the snowball effect of a small decision and the consequences it has, you know, season to season is incredible for one. And just like how small little changes would have changed things. Um, and then just people outsmarting people, the how gray the characters are. It's just, it's so well-written that um, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gold, the two creators and writers, um, deserve a ton of credit for just mm-hmm. how how good it is. And, you know, as a prequel, playing off, using the idea that it's a prequel to, like, kind of subvert your expectations in the best way possible, and then kind of also open the door because I think some part of it's actually going to take place after Breaking Bad, which they've been teasing. So that is also really interesting. So highly recommend Better Call Saul, especially if you like Breaking Bad. But I think... Thanks,
0: thanks. but I'll stick with my uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars.
1: (laughs) See, the thing about The Clone Wars is I just kind of want to watch the last four episodes because apparently Dave Filoni said you can just watch the last four episodes and they're amazing. Because I don't I don't think I'm going to commit to that show. It's, no thanks.
0: Uh, well, for me, I mean, it's not like something I sit down and watch a bunch. It's just kind of like if I have a half hour, I'll watch an episode.
1: Nah, man. There's too many good TV shows for that. I'll watch the final four episodes one of these times. But now, Holden, I'm watching Stranger Things. I finally oh! got to it. Yay! I'm four
0: episodes in?
1: So that's like halfway through season one. Wow. It's pretty good. I'm just kidding. It's really good. I like it quite a bit. (laughs) It's very, I impressed at how well done it is. Yeah. Right. And it's especially for
0: being like one of the first Netflix originals, like big ones. Yeah.
1: It is exceptionally well paced, well acted, well written, beautifully shot. It feels, it definitely feels like a movie. I mean, it Mm -hmm. just, it, 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 it oddly, it feels like it mixed with control. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Season
1: one. I get a lot of control vibes from it. It's kinda like what I wanted control to be. <laughs> um so I like that. Um and I don't know, it'll probably I'm imagining it it kinda changes course over other seasons and stuff, but I'll be I'm I'll a be man intre- of my word holding. I'm I'm About watching time. it before the next season. I'm just a couple years behind on the promise.
0: I uh I'm impressed that you're you're finally getting around to that. I I'll be interested to see what you think of like Season 2 is probably the one people like the least. Um, I mean, people still like it, but 1 and 3 are definitely the strongest points. I And I don't know... There's one episode in Season 2 that is kind of infamous among Stranger Things fans. It's called... I think it's called The Lost Sisters. And that episode is like... It's very... It breaks up the pacing. Like, it, it kind of ruins the pacing of the season and it makes... A character kind of go on this whole like side quest kind of thing, and I don't hmm. know if I want to recommend you skip it or not because it doesn't. I'm gonna work. watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. I want to watch it, the it, show it, as it was created. It's gonna suck because the the episode before it ends on like a really big cliffhanger, and then it's just not addressed in the next episode.
1: <laughs> kind of reminds me of like South Park, where there's a, I don't remember which season it is, but like they're, you're gonna find out who Eric Cartman's father is. Oh yeah. Ends on the cliffhanger and then they just have like the worst like uh Philip and
0: Terrence and Philip, Terence and Philip
1: just <laughs> crap episode. Like the worst episode of South Park. Just like intentionally. It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> it and I'm really, like what really. the heck? <laughs> and, and like that whole that whole episode is the joke and people were so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess it kind of reminds me of that. I'll see. I'm very open to it. It's kind of like watching Breaking Bad without watching the Fly episode, man.
0: Yeah, but the Fly episode is good. I, I'm not sure I would say that other episode of Stranger Things is good. I guess you can see though. I'll see. Well, I'll, I'll um, maybe we'll stay maybe we'll tuned. do us a little bit of a review once you're done with the show.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I said, I've been doing it on. The, I'm doing like an episode a day on the treadmill, like running oh, and walking. Nice. Out. That's how I've been getting through Better Call Saul. And uh and now Stranger Things is key. I got like this daily routine going then.
0: Four episodes in, who's your favorite character. I like L. L's Man. good. L's good. Elle L L remains a favorite.
1: Yeah. Um uh I guess uh let's see, what else? Oh yeah. Another big thing. I finished the story of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Thank wow. goodness. Not Long very time. good. <laughs> it gets it it loses your interest as it goes on i'll say the ending just it ends very abruptly and i just did not care what happened and like there's a bunch of different endings but i'm like oh well, it's like oh wow that character died too bad i never cared about them (laughs) (laughs) could have saved them um so that was fine i guess i i'm still thinking i'll platinum that game i don't have a ton left but it's kind of grindy stuff um so we'll see i might take a break from it and then revisit it in the future as like because i still like playing it it's just like it just i was like i'm ready to be done with this game but also i'm like relatively close to the platinum that i might as well just go get the platinum at the same time sure um and then i also i i'm i might just start playing, replaying the last of us 2 which cuz with the second one coming the out last June of 19, us 2 yeah i might just start replaying the last of us 2 which oh, i've already incredible. played
0: How was the ending
1: it was pretty good I'm <laughs> just kidding i don't know we'll see can't wait for everybody to hate that game me too <laughs> um anything else that i did hold up? oh i also watched the florida project which How i don't that? know if you've seen no. It's very sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Depressed. Well, I guess it's not super sad. Dafoe. It's just... Willem Dafoe is such a great character in that movie. He's, like, the most optimistic related... I don't know. He's just very good. And he's kind of, like, the one piece of that movie that kind of keeps you from just hating everything you're watching. Oh, okay. I mean, it's just basically... um, the Florida Project, it's a play on words because, like, uh, it's this, like, basically a project. It's a, it's a, um, a motel where people, like, basically rent to live there. And it's really impoverished and it's right next to Disney World or just like a few miles away. And the code name for Disney World when they were building it was the Florida Project. So it's this interesting dichotomy. Um, and it, the, the couple main characters are like this mother who is just the worst mother of all time and her daughter who takes after her mother. So, yeah, very kind of unlikable people. But I think it's a very well done movie and it has one of the most abrupt and jarring endings to any movie I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to watch it.
1: It's on Netflix. So, yeah. It's it's good. I thought it was well done. Um, but it's just not like it won't make you feel good after you watch it.
0: How was uh, graduating, Jimmy?
1: Graduating? I feel like I've been graduated for a
0: long time, so. <laughs> did you did you go through the gauntlet?
1: I went through the gauntlet so we at our institution, Augustana University in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, alma mater now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, instead of doing the graduation ceremony, like they had, uh, like we had this, uh, parking lot that the, a lot of the professors and other staff members parked their cars and kind of tailgated basically and held signs. And as a student, you like drove through it to like go pick up your diploma case thing and your, your cap and tassels and whatever, um, which was funny because you're supposed to put your name like on the inside of your windshield, like on a piece of paper. Yeah. So, like, people were like, Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Congrats, Jimmy. But, like, some of them actually knew you, but some of them just read your name off the it, sign. So it yeah. was like confusing. It's like, Should I know you? And I'm like, Wait it's <laughs> like a second. I don't know you. Talk to El Presidente. <laughs> nice. Or La Presidente. I don't know how. I, I took Spanish five years, but I don't know how it works. It's fine.
0: What did Hannigan say?
1: Annigan was like, uh, our jazz director, uh, good, good, uh, pal of ours is like, uh, Hey man, got three episodes left of season six game of thrones. (laughs) 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 I think that was the first thing he said to me. He's
0: got like two of the best episodes of game of thrones left.
1: I told him, I was like, man, last two episodes, season six of game of thrones, best two hours in television history. I stand by that. (laughs) It is very good. I think if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, just watch it through season six, and yeah. then and then you can decide to watch it on. Because through that, it is one of the greatest shows of all time. And um, after that, it's not. season seven's <laughs> still pretty good. Season eight could be fixed. I don't. I think if people watched it now, they wouldn't hate it as much as it when it came out. Oh, I'm but sure. Whatever. It's it's not the worst ending they could have done, but it's certainly far from the best. I still love it. Um, um, any anything else we need to talk about? Holden, we've
0: gone on quite a bit for this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I, I mean, we had a lot of news to cover. Um, I guess uh, for me, I was actually guest starring on a podcast earlier this week. Wow. <laughs> or, or last week, I should say. Um I guess starred on Moive podcast. If you want to listen to that, it's spelled M O I V E. So kind of like a dysle- uh, dyslexic reading of movie. Um, but um, it is, it's done by a couple of our own fans, and it is very much inspired by our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's i mean it's not like it's it's not like a copy of our podcast or anything they do take elements from it but it's more of like a joke podcast and they they always give us shout outs at the end of their episodes um and hey, that's uh, good yeah uh it's hosted by uh, parker sibley and tom tommy ward um who are both prominent listeners um but they, they just it's it's definitely not for everyone because it's there's a lot of like meme reviews and stuff on it. And so it's it's definitely more aimed for our age group. Um, but I mean, hey, if it sounds interesting to you, we also talked about Back to the Future on that podcast. What the heck? Why wasn't I the guest star? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they wanted to review a movie um since I was going to be on. So they picked that. They picked it. i and you weren't like, like, I
1: don't know, maybe you should call my bot, my co host, <laughs> and literally back to the features, like tied for his favorite movie of all time.
0: Nope. They wanted me. So, gee
1: whiz. Also, shout out to the, uh, have you been following this Rotten Tomatoes, like summer movie tournament thing? no where the <laughs> subreddit prequel memes has been spamming the vote so revenge of the sith like went <laughs> super far into <laughs> it but then was beat by of all movies the dark knight rises which went farther than the dark knight for some reason what but i don't know it, it is the weirdest thing but it's been pretty funny to follow on reddit <laughs> with all the prequel memes that's pretty funny <laughs> um but, but i I think that's it for me Olden. same is here. It's going to be a lot to edit. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I you think let me go on that unreal engine rant for way too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> not a rant. A edit that down. <laughs> edit that down, Jimmy.
0: There's no uh, way. Um, that's too much work. Holden. That's your job
1: <laughs> in the future.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, next week we will be doing Stargate. We had said we were going to do that this week, but, uh, we decided to just kind of wait until next week for that. Um, just because we need more requests. So please request more. Um, and also because I just didn't have time to watch many movies over the uh, recent times. So um, we'll do Stargate and another movie. Yeah. Maybe. No promises. We'll do another. Movie. <laughs> we'll do at least Stargate.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Adios, pantalones.
0: Love you.